What's up, everybody, and thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Tyler Dreyer, and this is episode number 33 of From the Depths podcast. I hope you all had a great Thanksgiving. I hope it was wonderful. I hope uh, those who work retail, you you survived. I survived. Barely. I hung on by a thread, but got the job done. There's not much going on that I've seen, at least, because um, I've been busy going on in horror news, uh, but uh, it's sad that Daria Nicoletti uh, did pass away. Uh, she co-wrote Suspiria, and she was an actress in Deep Red, Inferno, and Tenebrae. Fucking, I love Argento, um, but that's not what we're here to talk about today. Also, something super interesting, I mentioned on my last show how uh, Wonder Woman is going to HBO Max and the same day it's going into theaters, and fuck, fuck, it, you know, it, we knew this, we knew this was coming, we knew this was coming, since digital is, is the way the world seems to be going, which, one hand is awesome, other hand it fucking sucks, uh, Netflix made a $200 million bid to have Godzilla vs. Kong show up on there. And then HBO Max made an offer. You know, and there's... And I might have said it before. I don't go back and listen to my episodes because I hate how I sound. But... <sighs> there are some things I just want to watch in theaters. I have, a, I, I have you know, a surround sound. I, you know, I, I, can, I can bump in my house if I want to. I might get yelled at. But I could. But there are just some movies I want to see in theaters. I don't. I don't want to sit on my on my couch and watch Godzilla vs Kong in my living room. I want that fucking experience. <sighs> There's a lot of movies I got to catch up on before the end of the year too. 2020 has been been a shit show. We all know that. But there's about 10 or 15 films I got to try to crunch in before the end of the year so I can make my top 10 list of the year. So I'll be busy doing that. NECA's coming out with a Victor Crowley figure, it looks like. Super stoked. I still need to do that Victor Crowley episode. I'll get around to it one day. 
But yeah, man, uh, today we're here to talk about, I personally think is a super, super underrated movie that for some reason apparently is has gotten shit on recently super heavily. I'm not saying it's it's the greatest thing out there, but I'm talking about Stay Alive from 2006, the video game horror movie with you know, it's it's Frankie Muniz, you know, when I first when I first saw it randomly, because I think I picked it up at Family Video, and uh, a- after I saw it, I, I either walked or on my bike or I begged my mom to take me back so I can just buy it. Uh-huh. It's so funny. He just shows up in his character. He hates profanity. Uh, but yeah, I haven't revisited this one in, in a few years, quite a few years actually, and... It still holds up. It's still great. You know, some of the it's 2006, so the the CG isn't isn't all that great. But goddamn, this needs a proper Blu-ray release. But before we get into my thoughts on the film, what I liked, there's some things I I didn't like. Let's hear a message from our sponsors, and we will be right back to talk about Stay Alive. This episode of From the Depths Podcast is sponsored by GFM Entertainment, a full-service music label that works with any budget and project size. They do audio enhancements on everything from podcasts, just like what you heard at the beginning of this episode, to movies and music. If you have an audio project that needs professional audio treatment, contact us today at gfmstudiosllc at gmail.com or on our website at gfmthelabel.com. You can also find new high-quality merch, which you can now get at a discounted price using the promo code FREEDOMOFSPEECH at checkout. Also, check out their latest artist, Ant Valentine, who will be releasing a new project on October 30th titled Freedom of Speech. It's available on all streaming platforms. All right, everyone, welcome back. Like I said at the top, we're going to talk about uh, Stay Alive, super underrated film. But one thing I forgot to mention uh, at the at the beginning of this episode is I finally, I haven't been able to watch a whole lot lately, um, like catching up on some TV shows, but I finally was able to watch the remake of The Witches. And what the fuck? What I'll say is, uh, everyone tried their best. Uh, Anne Hathaway did the best that she could. Octavia Spencer, love her to death, did the best that she could. Uh, even with Chris Rock as a voiceover. Um, you know, the 90s is a beloved one to me. Uh, you know, and with Guillermo del Toro producing it. I had a little bit of high expectations, um, but I have been informed I can't say anything negative about this movie. Um, they tried their best. <sighs> yep, they tried their best. All right, so Stay Alive is essentially a survival horror game in real life where 
you die in the game, you die for real. That's the tagline. And though there will be some mild spoilers in this episode, so um, it's been out long enough. If you haven't, if you haven't seen it, go go watch it. Um, yeah, like I said, it needs a proper Blu-ray release. But the film opens up, and we're in a video game. We come up on this gigantic plantation mansion. Um, and we walk into this decrepit, decrepit home and, uh, it is, it's spooky. Um, you know, it, it, it has a silent hill, resident evil, fatal frame feel. And the character starts walking around doing some investigating and you see some things in the reflections. Um, and then they, they close in on a, a doll figure wearing red, which comes to life. And then you see flashes of like these zombie kids. Um, and then he ends up uh, running up a staircase, getting tossed off a banister, and uh, gets hung um, by, by a chain. And then we, uh, it zooms out to where we meet Loomis who does not have a huge role in the movie, um, really freaked out, and that's when he calls uh, Hutch. Hutch is the main character of of this film, and, uh, you know, they're saying how, how creepy it is. It's the sickest shit since Fatal Frame. I haven't played Fatal Frame in years, so I, I barely remember it, but uh, Loomis is begging Hutch to come over, essentially, and... Uh, he goes upstairs and he, he, cause he hears noises and he uh, comes upon two of his friends that are fucking like they are, they're going at dudes wearing a pig mask. I don't know what kind of freaky shit they're into. Um, he tries to make Loomis be a cuck asking if he wants to watch, join, whatever. Um, but then he says he found them in the game and they said they haven't played for hours he goes to bed, wakes up, and uh, goes down to get a get a glass because he need he needs some milk, and he you start hearing like this rattling vibration, which I think is a uh, very cool. This is one thing I really liked about the film. It's, it's a cool little little uh, suspense thing, like oh something's coming, and. Uh, when he goes downstairs, though, he notices one of the mirrors are broken, um, and he rushes into one of his the room his friends were in, and uh, he finds them dead in the exact same positions and the exact same way that they were in the game. And again, he falls through a banister and gets hung. Which I think this is. Uh, a great opening in the film. In the film, it's straight to the point. You kind of know what you're signing up for, and uh, so then we go over to Hutch because they were supposed to hang out uh, over the weekend, and Hutch gets calls gets called into his boss's office, and you know he thinks he's about to get yelled at, but it's <laughs> it's a uh, his boss doesn't know how to beat the final the final boss in Silent Hill Four, I think it was. And he gets a call saying Loomis is dead. He goes to the funeral where he meets Abigail, 
who is a friend of Sarah, who was one of Loomis's friends that died at the house. And uh, Hutch gets some of Loomis, Loomis's possessions, which were pretty much his video games that were too violent that um, his parents didn't want his sister to play. And he ends up getting stay alive. And he goes back home. This is set in like New Orleans, I think, too. And nobody has a southern accent besides like one character later on in the in the film. Um, but we meet Finn in October, a brother and sister. And uh, Finn is the comic relief of the movie. He, I almost want to say he carries the movie. Uh, he's he's played by uh, Jimmy Simpson. John Foster plays Hutch. Samara Armstrong plays Abigail. Uh, we meet Swink as uh, Frankie Munez. And uh, Adam Goldberg plays Miller, Hutch's boss. And Sophia Bush plays October. And uh, he explains that, you know, he, he doesn't... Because Phineas is the one that pushes them to play the game. Um, and Hutch is saying, you know, it's just weird because it was the last thing he was playing before his friend died. Um, but they all play. And the game is set in the mansion of the, the Garouge plantation and Abigail October. I, I part of me doesn't know, don't, don't, I don't know if she like is into Hutch or if it, they just have like that brother, sister camaraderie relationship. Um, but when she brings when Hutch invites Abigail over to play, she's a little, eh, I don't know about this. Because Abigail's not a gamer, where all of them are. And, uh... So when they... They all load up, they all start to play, and... There's this prayer... On the screen. But the game seems frozen. Abigail's like, maybe you need to read it. Swink is like, that's next generation technology. They kind of, like, make fun of her. Lo and behold, they start reading it, and it goes away. The prayer is the prayer of Elizabeth. And in the game, the big evil is Elizabeth Bathory. If you're not familiar with Elizabeth Bathory, she was a uh, Turkish, or Hungarian, I'm sorry, noble woman um, who rumored bathed in the blood of virgins to uh, keep her youth. Um, she didn't like she didn't want to get old uh, so and the, and you know doing some research because um, Bathory is tied to vampires growing up I had a, a stupid obsession with vampires. Um, apparently those rumors didn't come out until, Years after she was imprisoned or dead, um, but she was rumored to, I mean, she, but she was killing girls between 10 and 14, um, you know, severe beatings, burning and mutilation of hands, biting the flesh off faces and other body parts, um, suspected of cannibalism, 
just just really fucked up shit. And she wasn't sentenced to death because of how how important her family was at the time. Uh, so they all play and they get really into it. Uh, Finn essentially has a, a heart on the entire time. And uh, what's what's really cool about this is that the, the graphics in the game look pretty pretty good. Um, it, it does remind me of Silent Hill and Resident Evil a lot. Miller uh, Miller does a line of coke, and they, they just fucking rock and roll. He goes into the Bathory tomb in the video game and gets murked by shears to the neck. And uh, he's freaked out. You can, you can definitely tell. And he starts seeing shit. He dies. Um, they don't, Hutch doesn't know until the mo- next morning where he goes into work. And he starts getting drilled by by some cops or detectives. Uh, one cop, super chill. The other one's kind of an asshole. But trying to accuse him, saying he could have he could have been the killer, yada, yada, yada. And without revealing too much, um, there's some other things that happen where tension begins to cause a rift in the group almost. Uh, Finn keeps saying to Loomis, but he never, he didn't know Loomis. Uh, we find out Fit uh, Hutch has a, uh, a fear of fire almost, or fire makes him uncomfortable, which we find out later on uh, exactly what's going on. Uh, one thing, I'm going to backtrack a little bit. One thing that I think is hilarious in the movie is there is a scene of him doing dishes, Hutch, and he's, he's literally washing red solo cups. Um, I guess he wants to be a baller on a budget. That's cool. Um, whatever floats your boat, but yeah. Uh, so other things happen and they find, they find out that, they they find the game developer, who is played by Angelina Jolie's brother. Yes, the one that she made out with, and um, and these scenes in particular, because this is the director's cut. Um, I, the lighting, the lighting in in the scenes where Abigail and him have a conversation are too. I want to say I don't moody. I don't know. It, it also it kind of reminded me of some of the the scenes in Scream Four, um, which it was like oversaturated light, I guess. But but the developer's location is the real Gruge Plantation, and then they discover the the real Countess is locked in a tower of her estate as a punishment for what she did, and uh, she one day vowed to return. And, you know, the prayer of Elizabeth has resurrected her. Um, you know, they say the only way to kill her is by driving three nails into her body, neck, heart, and head. And that the only way to kill a spirit is cleansing it, cleansing its blood and fire. Um, yeah, guys, I, I don't want to, I always do this to myself, but... I don't want to spoil anything. Bathory starts cheating in the game. Some other shit happens. And this is where I feel like I start to unravel on my episodes. Because I get I get so into it. But then, like, ah, I, I want... 
this movie gets shit on for no reason. Like it's not, like I said, it's not the greatest, but it's fun. It's it's entertaining, and that's what cinema is, right? You want to be entertained. It's got the comedic relief. It's got you know the the edge of your seat suspense. Yeah, man. I need a proper Blu-ray release of this one. It's it's so good. Three out of five stars in my letterbox. And people are just lighting this on fire. It's the only Disney uh, slasher film, too, I guess. Which is, I think, kind of funny. But, yeah, Stay Alive, 2006. Check it out. I'm sure it's streaming somewhere. If not, I'm sure it's super cheap to buy. Especially if you're a gamer. You know, I feel... I'm not a huge gamer, but I dabble. It's good, man. Well, that's all I have for this one. Uh, Like I said, I don't want to spoil. I always say there might be spoilers, and I don't want to spoil. At From The Depths Podcast on Instagram. From Depths... From The Depths OH on Twitter. I still have shirts. Not a lot. They're selling out. I got some stickers. Link for the shop is on my Instagram profile. Please rate and review on Apple Podcasts or iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. I would really appreciate it. It does help a lot. And I'll be back in a week or two. My hours got cut at work, so I might actually have some time to do another one fairly soon. Maybe even tomorrow. Who knows? Maybe I'll get a couple stacked. Probably not. I like to think positive, though. You know what I'm saying? As always, thank you guys so much for listening. I will see you on the other side. Take care.